It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hello, people! Yes, I'm still sounding very shitty. Welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio. And Merry Christmas and... Happy Hanukkah and all that jazz and whatnot. Yay. It's the holidays. Yes, um, of course, it's a holiday weekend for many people. And, uh, of course, uh, Christmas Day is on Sunday. Yay. So, lots of cool activities will be ongoing on that time. So, yay. Yeah, and I still feel like shit. Um, So, yes. Ah. Fantastic. So, yeah. Uh, it's coming to that time of the year again. Oh, how how the weather has been very... Shall we say different? Um, it's, defi- it's definitely not... You know, it hasn't been co- constant. You know, it hasn't been constant snowing. You know. Uh, which is alright, I guess. You know. Though... I wish it wouldn't snow at all, you know. That way that nothing bad can happen. Nothing. Nah. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, well, I'm back here again. And, yeah. Um, Turbo Drive Live Christmas special. Yay! As such. Um, I do have some Christmassy stuff to talk about this year. Uh, unlike other years where I kind of like blag myself through... Uh, an episode without actually mentioning anything Christmas related. But no, I do actually have a Christmas episode this, uh, or Christmas related content for uh, this week's uh, Turbo Drive Live. Um, which will which will be featured in Turbo's First Impressions, which it's going to be a double, double featurette again, uh, though in the kind of like motion picture side. Well, okay, maybe one one more so as a kind of like a holiday special thing and the other gotta be a proper feature length movie film that I actually went to see in the cinema today um but nevertheless uh right um oh apparently voices gotta be working Sunday ooh hope you're getting like quadruple time for that <laughs> I think you deserve that. Uh, <laughs> Santa who? Um, yes, but of course, Turbo's first impressions is still a while yet. Uh, we do have uh, Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly now. Uh, not much Sonic news has been coming around. There's been a lot of rumors. Someone's been spinning at the rumor mill again. Uh, they really, they really cranked through that mill uh, wheel a lot. I mean. Oh my god, I seriously see the hinges coming off, you know, off of that thing, it's crazy. And I could just see that, that, we, uh, that, you know, um, like, uh, the wind fan thingy just blowing off the blasted mill, it'll be crazy. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so yes, uh, let's crack on with the show then. Um, of course, 
because it's win- uh, because it's Christmassy and winty and whatnot, we're gonna be playing some winter Sonic songs. Yay! Like cold one, cold Sonic songs. Yay! So pretty and snowy and cold and full of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm gonna be crappy like that. But of course, if you want your own music and you don't want Christmassy songs and you want to be in that, uh, you want to say, I do not care for this Christmas, bah humbug, then uh, you can send me a request cyber through the IRC chat, which uh, I'm in just now. You just double click on my name and give me a private message. Uh, or um, send me an email to turbo at sonicstadium.org um, And yes, um, so enjoy the show. I'm going to be playing you Something to get us into Turbo, um, you know, Turbo Drive Live Sonic New Re- News Rewind this uh, this fine uh, holiday season. Excuse me. I'm still sounding crap, of course, I know. Um, but here is... Now, of course, many people do remember that, uh, obviously, Sonic Generations came out. But what many people didn't know is that um, uh, several unlockable songs that you can get in Sonic Generations on the console version um, were um, remixed with a synthesizer as such, or kind of like sort of synthesized rearrangement or arrangement style. And uh, uh, Jun Tsunoi obviously did work on Sonic 3D Flicky's Island, as it was known here in the UK, uh, or Flick, uh, uh, Sonic 3D Blast, as it was known in the States. Um, and uh, he did, uh, you know, he did Diamond Dust, uh, Diamond Dust Zone, and the song for that. So here, from Sonic Generations, is the synthesized version, or synthesized mix, of Diamond Dust Zone. So enjoy this. Uh, I will be back very shortly. Um, with uh, Sonic News Rewind here on Top of Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio.
Rewind. Hey, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News, News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live only on Second Sonic Radio. Yes, it's uh, that time again, and it's got to be very quick, easily enough, because it's just a rumor mill spinning around and stuff like that, and blargy, blarg, blarg. Um, but various other happy things. So, Sonic 4. Need to say more? I mean, Sonic 4, Episode 2. Yeah, the game that was supposed to... You know, Sonic 4, the the episodic game. I mean... Hmm. Last time I checked with episodic content, it was like the the worst example for episodic content was that of Half-Life. Particularly Half-Life 2. And Episode 1. And Episode 2. Still waiting on Episode 3. So, uh, yeah, Sega's kind of gone down that route with that. Um, with uh, our better examples, however, are that from the Telltale games. Uh, particularly that of Back to the Future. Yeah, Back to the Future, the game. The Telltale game. You know, that had six episodes. And they were all released in one year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Suck it in. So, yeah. But, uh, nevertheless, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 2 is coming. Eventually. But, uh, there's been many hints, uh, with Episode 2. Firstly, uh, firstly, in the, uh, in, earlier in the week, uh, Ken Balog, uh, Ken, 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 Keddy, Ken, Ken, um, was dropping a uh, was dropping a hint for a hint for a hint for a re- revelation for a reveal for a tr- teaser trailer for constant constant uh, kind of like speculation as such that there is gonna be something of Sonic the Hedgehog four episode two coming around. Yes. Fantastic. And what did we get? We got a very awkward poem um, from Ken Barlog from the Sega forums, and uh, which he posted in the Sega forums. Um, going on to say that uh, now it was a very, it was quite a cryptic kind of like uh, uh, poem because it went something like this. If you're an episode two fan, I would go back to where the Sonic Four campaign first began. In a month filled with presents and Christmas hams, think of the day the HMS Warrior first swam. And uh, yeah, apparently people were kind of some people were absolute idiots and didn't know uh, what that meant, uh, like like myself. But uh, people were smart enough to actually. Think that uh, uh, the date uh, of December twenty ninth of eighteen sixty was the uh, first uh, the first day that the HMS Warrior, which was a ironclad battle warship, uh, was launched. Uh, The where the first Sonic Four campaign began. Uh, is possibly relating to the Sega blogs, or even maybe um, 
or maybe the forums or whatever, indicating that uh, the, where it first began was with a teaser trailer for episode one. So we're expecting a teaser trailer for episode two on the 29th, which is next week. Huzzah! I mean, come on, you took... It's like, it's almost a year since Sonic 4 Episode 1 came around. But, um... I mean, honestly... Really sounds bad. Anywho. Um... Uh, so yeah. <clears throat> and that's pretty much all the Sonic 4 news that's been going around. Of course, Sonic 4 is the only other game that we kind of, like, know what's going to be coming around. We don't know any other Sonic game that might be coming out next year. Who knows? But uh, Sonic 4 is on the table, and we would like to know a little bit what's going on with Sonic 4. So, yeah. Um, so, people, are you a fan of Julian K? If so, then uh, there's currently a competition going on on the main page of Sonic Stadium. So if you go to sonicstadium.org's main page, you'll see a, a contest for uh, the for the chance to win. Uh, what was it? Uh, some Julian K promotional stuff. Um, this give giveaway is in the SSMB forums. Uh, where former uh, former Julian K Street Team and promo- uh, promotion leader uh, Lee Adams was kindly enough to um, offer a whole collection of merchandise, yeah, you know, um, from the band and stuff like that for a giveaway and stuff like that. So if you want to check that out, by all means, go check it out, and uh, you know. If you're a Julian K fan, crack on. You know, try to win some goodies. Try to try to win some merch. Everyone loves everyone loves merch. The Mitchy Mitch, Mitch 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 Mitch. Mmm, Mitchy Mitchy goodness. Everyone loves the Mitchy Mitch. Um, yeah. And lastly, we got three new Sonic, uh, uh, Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Game 3DS is. Images, and they don't really show too much. Um, I mean, it's it's all images from the back of a promotional, co- uh, promotional kind of like sleeve uh, from a certain game store, um, which is common. So yeah, it's not fantastic, but hey, it's okay. I mean, I'm not really too fussed about the 3DS version. Um, it's uh, it's meh. It's meh. That's pretty much what it is. Meh. Um, I mean, the Wii version was meh as well, you know, which is easily understandable. Um, but nah, it's okay. It's meh. It's meh. It's meh. It's meh. 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 I'm just gonna go meh for the rest of the episode. That's gonna annoy people. Oh dear. Anyway, and that's pretty much your Sonic news. Yeah, that is it. That's all the Sonic news uh, that's going around. Um. So yeah, not much else going on. 
Except except Sonic Rex going on about something on Twitter and whatnot, which is really awkward. Anyway, I right, speaking of Twitter, if you wanted to send me a a, a tweet a tweet my way, you can uh, send them to at Turbo XLR all in one word, and uh, yeah, you can send send me a tweet you know tweet message there if you want if if you fancy it, you know. But either or, either or, you know, you'll get, you'll get your uh, notifications and stuff like that. All right. Uh, so yes. Not many people not really talking too much in the chat. Talking about Steam, go- uh, a lot of people going offline on Steam. Yeah, I I have that problem a lot as well. It's like, like going off Steam and whatnot. Oh yeah, and Sunrose is saying hi, hi, hello Sunrose. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, it's like I don't. Uh, me and Steam, it's like blech. It's a, it, we have our good times, but we have a lot of bad times at times. At times. Times, times. Times, times, times ten. Times twenty. What not? I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. It's one of those things. Uh, I was out and about today, and, oh. I don't know why, but I just had the sudden urge of wanting to buy a podcast microphone. Like a proper, like, like proper podcast mic, with a, with a kind of like spit, like spit guide, or whatever, uh, spit guard thingy, you know, uh, you know, go be actually proper, proper kind of like uh, professional, kind of like podcast stuff. And it was like about forty quid for the microphone itself, and then another ten pound or. 10 or 15 pound for the kind of like covers and it's like oh shit you know so yeah it's very quite a bit bit expensive I was also looking looking at like uh, capture cards as well and I really hate how um, it's very hard to tell what what you can use um, for like streaming and stuff like that because streaming streaming websites don't actually give you a good guide as to what's a very good capture card to use for streaming stuff and whatnot. But uh but it still ends up being very expensive and it's close to like like uh like 50 60 quid and whatnot. So um so yeah. Um but never, nevertheless, you know, I'm still contemplating. Things are up in the air. It's it pops pops into my head, and it's like, do I think I do this or that? And I don't know. Um, uh, but anywho, um, yeah, with this with the whole streaming thing, I'm 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 talking like game streaming, like you know, streaming gameplay. While I'm playing and also talking at the same time. <coughs> Sorry, I had to cough there. Oh dear, that was nasty. 
Oh, I really... <laughs> the cough is kind of muted. Alright, <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, it's it's really bad now. It's it, it's really mutated into something more nasty. Yeah. Where I've... It, 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 I, I'm not wanting to go into details about it, so yeah. Um... Um... But nevertheless, uh, what was that? Just wondering if you know about the Mean Bean Machine game. Well, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yeah, I've got it. I've got I've got it in the collections thingy. Yeah. It was like, who doesn't know about Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? It's just Puyo it's just Puyo Puyo, um, you know, Americanized. Simple, simple as that. You know, who doesn't know about that? Uh, anyway, I think we should get on with uh, the show and get into uh, Torbert's first impressions. Yeah, because we got some Christmas. Um, you know, we got that Christmassy thing to talk about, and, uh, of course, another, uh, feature thingy that I want to talk about. But, uh, here you go, from, uh, White Acropolis, uh, White Acropolis, uh, from Sonic 06, is Snowy Peak. Possibly the only bear song out of the list of, the list of uh, songs that are available in that soundtrack uh, well for that level at least so enjoy this I will be back shortly uh, with t- uh, Turbo Source Impressions here on Turbo Drive Live only on Sonic Radio
Turbo's first impressions. And welcome back. It's time for Turbo's first impressions here on Turbo Drive Live. Yes, um... So, what am I going to talk about first? Am I going to talk about the feature-length film that I watched in the cinema? Or am I going to watch, uh, talk about the Christmas special that I just watched here at home? Mm. Oh, decisions, decisions, decisions. Yeah. It really is a tough one because, you know, don't know where to go first. You know what? I'll leave the Christmas one for last. So, let's talk about the features I watched at the cinema today. I really wanted to see this because I've been a real big fan uh, of of uh, where this character originated from. Uh, particularly, it, you know, this character came in on the you know in the second movie, and then obviously became more prominent in the other other films and whatnot in its series. But then it got its own. Uh, it got its own series, uh, like a spin-off prequel, as such. And um, I really wanted to f- see how this would work and how it would be all cool and whatnot. So, at the cinema this uh, this week, as such, I went to see Puss in Boots. Yes, Puss in Boots. Uh, the very lovable, uh, dashing rogue. Uh, that is Puss in Boots. Uh, and it was alright. The um, the kind of like plotting as such was kind of um how you say it was it was kind of um like thrown around. And I'll try to explain. I think I, I think the pacing I I think the pacing for the film was a bit rushed at times. It you know it was, uh, but it, it had its moments. It don't get me wrong. It's not a bad movie. I can tr- I can tell you that it's not a bad movie. Uh, it's sure as hell better than. Um, uh, Shrek Forever After. Oh God, that piece of shit. I'm sorry. When um, I thought it was bad enough with Shrek, Shrek the Third. Um, but no, when they did Shrek Forever After, I thought, oh fuck, damn it, that BS, utter BS. Um, so yeah. Uh. I'll try. Uh, there will be spoilers, kind of spoilers, um, for this uh, for this movie. So if you don't want to listen, by all means, um, with um, how it starts off, it's like Puss in Boots is a is a fugitive, is kind of like a outlaw of some kind. He's not a bounty hunter. Like he was kind of like introduced in the second game, uh, not second game, second movie. Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, I obviously Vlopsha Spy has muted, so she's the sensible person. <laughs> so people keep keep her informed, you know, if uh, when I'm finished. Um, so yeah, Puss in Boots starts off him trying to kind of like find these magic beans from Jack and Jill, who are apparently a bunch of outlaws, a pair of outlaws. And for some reason, Jack and Jill... Now, I don't know if in the original fairy tale they're brothers and, brother and sister, but in this version, Jack and Jill are kind of like a couple as such. And they're not like kids. They're like big fucking ginormous like big ass motherfuckers. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I, I just threw in a Spoonie reference. Anyway, it was like, bam! Big, big ass motherfuckers. I think I mean badass motherfuckers. Um, um, but anyway, Jack and Jill, they have these magic beans, which uh, support, uh, obviously, the whole story of Jack and, the Be- Jack and the Beanstalk is obviously the magic beans, put them on the ground, make a big stalk, uh, beanstalk, come out of the ground, and then you can go up, up it to... F- Find the the giant's castle and then find a golden goose and let, uh, the goose that lays golden eggs and take goose and blah blah blah. blah. Um, the whole plot is centered around Puss and two other characters, uh, Humpty, Humpty Dumpty, or H- Humpty Alexander Dumpty, as he's known in the film, and. Um, Another one, Kitty Softpaws, who is a really good stealthy thief. Because throughout the entire movie, she keeps on stealing everything that the that Puss in Boots has, like his hat, his boots, his bag of coins. I think he stole his suit, uh, like his sword, at one point, um, and stuff like that. And with those three characters, they Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty and um, Puss had a had a kind of like a, a kind of like a brotherly rela- relationship, where they were both orphans. Now this is the problem. The problem with this uh, the movie was that um, Puss in Boots explained his entire backstory like halfway halfway into Act One. Um, Possibly at the start of Act Two, maybe I don't know. I don't know where the kind of like time was, but it was. But here's the thing: I would have thought that they would, if this was an, if this was kind of like a prequel to the events of Shrek Two and his introduction into the Shrek like like movies. Why couldn't they just talk about his origins at the beginning, it, rather than obviously being as a flashback and a and a very lengthy flashback, if I might say so myself. Because uh, obviously the joke, the joke being that because it was so lengthy, and this is uh, Puss was actually uh, telling the story to uh, Kitty, uh, Kitty Softballs, 
uh, she actually falls asleep during the thing. And by right, it is quite long and it's quite boring. Um, a bit. It also explains how obviously Puss got his boots. Um, what his kind of like relationship between with him and Humpty Dumpty was, and how they have now got bad blood between between each other. But eventually, um, Puss agrees to work with Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty, and uh, Kitty Softpaws uh, to get the magic be- uh, magic beans and get the golden goose and whatnot. Um, I think uh, this was kind of like talked in Doug Doug Walker's uh, review, like his Chester A. Bum review, well, or his actual series review after the Chester A. Bum one, where the act where falling, like uh, where you're up in the clouds and. You know, you've got the uh, the castle and the golden goose and whatnot. It was quite dull that that scene, that 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 entire uh, that part of the act, because um, there wasn't much action, there wasn't much going on. It's like it was it wasn't meh. So yeah. <clears throat> um, the ending was very it was very understandable um being that um um they had to they had to kill well they supposedly killed off Humpty Dumpty uh because he kind of like fell off the fell off the bridge at the end and he cracked now it was implied that when he smashed, he turned into a golden egg, which I don't see any. I I have no idea. That that ending was that ending was quite bad. Like it was quite questionable that ending. Um. Other things like. Um, the whole ending was kind of meh. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't quite the big ending that I would have thought it would be. Um, it's it was very lackluster. I mean, I would think I would think Puss and Boots would garner a sequel um, because really I. I didn't really well. Okay, I wanted an origin. I wanted an origin story. That's what I got. But now I actually want to see Puss in Boots in a better adventure than that origin story because the origin story wasn't too uh, adventurous. I say it, it. It had its moments, but it didn't have that kind of like spark of what the character was all about in the movies. Uh, in, in like the Shrek movies, so yeah, I do wish they actually do make a sequel. But they make a sequel that is based on Puss in Boots after the Shrek movies, like because what I would love is to have 
Puss in Boots, leave Shrek and leave the leave forever uh, uh, far far away and whatnot. And you know, have a new adventure. Have ha, you know, go actually be an adventurer. Um which what is ca- character supposed to portray as as like it's supposed to be like the Zorro you know he he you know um, Puss in Boots is supposed to be like the Zorro of that universe and he didn't really be Zorro too much in the movie in Puss in Boots um so i would really love to see see a sequel give it, you know have, having kind of like Puss in Boots be more Kind of like adventurous, be more daring, be more Zoro-like, um, which he was originally like. So yeah. So anyway, um, but for the characters, Puss in Boots obviously was great as you know, uh, Rod- Rodriguez revising his role. Kate, Kate Softpaws, she's okay. She's she was quite sly and whatnot. Humpty Dumpty, obviously a dick. Um, various other side characters. The the one character now. In my screening, there was a few kind of like laughs here and there, but there was one character, one character that only has three moments, three very short moments in the film that got the most laughs, and especially at the end. And it's a cat who just does a reaction shot. Um, It's just a cat that you know, is in the background and goes, ooh, or something like that, you know, puts his paw over its mouth and whatnot, and does this noise, and that's it, that is all, that's all that the cat does, and it gets its last comeuppance, or like, it, it gets its last moment at the end of the movie, when, um, Puss and Kitty have, you know, share a kiss, you know, uh, while Kitty hides their faces with Puss's hat, and and he's just a, you know we just the camera pans to the cat who goes ooh, and everyone laughed at that. That was the last big laugh from the audience. Everyone was like, that was the last big laugh from that, and uh, it's like really is like. You use you use the character three times, and the biggest laugh you got in the entire movie. That was the biggest laugh in the entire movie at the end. I mean, um, it really didn't have that much comedy in it. It was it was quite serious at points, um, where I would have thought it would actually have a lot of, lot of good kind of like jokes and comedy in it, but it didn't really have that much comedy, and it just didn't have that blend of comedy and action. That uh, I've seen in movies before, and I wish if they did have a time, if they did have a chance to do an, a a second one, a second Puss in Boots, I would actually like to see a more balanced kind of like mixture between comedy and action, um, because in this one it really didn't it really didn't balance too well um, at times, and you know it 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 just didn't balance well. It's not a bad movie. I'd still give it a shot, um, and whatnot. I would still give it a shot anyway. So anyway, yes, I'm finished now. I'm f- okay. So I'm gonna no- notify that to Voluptuousfy. Uh, I'm done spoiling.
Spoiling. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm done spoiling now. Okay. Um, I'm done. I'm done spoiling Puss in Boots now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <clears throat> yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, so what's the second thing that I wanted to talk about? Um, everyone should have seen this, and everyone should know about this. And it's, a, and it's a Christmas special of all things, and it's Sonic related. And I only and I got the DVD in my hand, and I just watched it today. Um, and I'm gonna give you my view, viewpoint on it. I'm talking about the Sonic Christmas Blast special. And it's not really it's not really a special. It's just called Sonic Christmas Blast. It's a Standalone episode of the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog that is Christmas themed. What more? What more can I say about this? Um, yeah, Sonic Sonic Christmas Blast. Wow, uh, I mean, this is off. Uh, I mean, I've seen bad Christmas specials. But, I'm sorry, this Christmas special is quite bad. Um, it is quite bad. Don't get me wrong. It's just... It's just... It's a bad Christmas special. I mean, it's your generic... It's your generic kind of like Christmas uh, Christmas story related to a, a superhero of some kind. <sighs> you know the plot, but I'll explain it anyway. Uh, okay, okay. It's not Star Wars Christmas special bad. I can I can easily I I can easily garnet garnet that it's not that bad, but it's still bad nonetheless. Um, and I'm gonna read the synopsis. On the back of the DVD to actually tell you how bad this is. Santa Claus announces his retirement on television and the public is shocked. But it's Santa's replacement, Robotnik Claus, who has everyone worried. It seems Robotnik Claus has his own ideas instead of giving boys and girls gifts, Robotnik Claus would rather receive them. Join Sonic the Hedgehog in an adventure to rescue the spirit of Christmas and bringing joy back to the world. That's it. That sums it up quite literally. And you know how long this special is? It's as long as a regular episode. 22 minutes. 22 bloody fucking minutes of this shit. It's, I'm sorry! I don't like this special! I mean... It's not as bad. Okay. In a scale of badness. Badness. It's not as bad as Sonic Underground. But it's But it's bad. It's worse 
it's worse than Adventures of, like the entire series, because why do, now? I don't know who who did it. Now it's what was it? Cookie. Now I don't know who this Cookie Jar company is, but it is Deek Entertainment. I'm guessing it's an subsidiary of Deek Entertainment and stuff like that. But the guys who kind of like animated this was kind of shite. It, it it was quite shite. Um, uh, it's like... Uh, I mean... Really, I'm sorry. The whole thing of, like, Santa Claus... Like, Santa Claus announcing his retirement... What did that remind me of? It reminded me of the Dr. Robotnik retirement speech in one of the episodes. I'd re- like to announce... I I decided to announce my retirement. 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 <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 way, yes. Yeah, so... that's the That was the first thing that came to my mind. Um... And of course, it's just one of those very lazily done stories. Now, what's even worse is that the animators... Now, this is the only other appearance of Sally. Sally Acorn, Princess Sally. Who is apparently part of the Sonic Adventure... uh, Like, the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog series, for some reason. But she's in this special... And she is not given a single line of dialogue. And she's only in like for, in two scenes for about five seconds. And at one point, uh, Sonic give, gives Sally all these kind of like presents. She, he buries her in these presents. What does he do? He gets a little bit, you know, takes one of the presents away, you know, uh, to uncover her face. Gets a bit, bit of mistletoe, gives her a kiss, puts the present back into her face, and fucking fucks off. That is shit. That is, that is probably the dickest move Sonic has ever done in, in his, ever, ever done. You know, I mean, yeah, Sonic has always kind of like face, like he's nowadays he's face palming Amy and all that to, well not, but Sonic doesn't go bad enough to say that, you know. You know, he's not bad enough to actually kick Amy down while she's... You know, kick her in, on the ground while she's down or something like that. But anyway, moving on. Um, the whole thing with Sonic and... Sonic, and also... One, one, of the, one of the plot devices... And I, I use the term loosely, plot devices, is that Sonic was given this ring by from Sally last year. Um, this ring that has like a big squiggle mark. Now, of course, it's not animated on Sonic's fingers all the time. It's only there when it's only pointed out. Okay? And when it is pointed out, it sticks out like a sore, th- sore thumb. And when Sonic saves Santa Claus and Santa Claus notices the ring on Sonic's finger, he says that it's like the pa- it can 
unlock the power of inf- infinite kind of like super speed or some shit like that. I'm sorry, but Sonic's not fast enough already. He needs super hyper speed now, and and how does he get this by doing these stupid trials that wastes like several animation cells, and they they are pointless because once Sonic does them, he's like he's like, uh, but we've lost Christmas and blah blah blah. And it's like Sonic goes off, you know, takes all the presents and you know, whatnot from Dr. Robotnik and sends them and gives them to all the kids and whatnot and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, God, this is so rushed. I mean, this entire episode is completely rushed, you know, and makes no sense. And the plot holes are so... It's like, you know, the plot devices are so fragile, like, rigid and dull and boring and shite that this special shouldn't have existed really in all honesty um but but the big thing was is that at the end of the episode Santa Claus says you know what you should be you should be my successor Sonic and it's like me and you know, Santa Claus gives, you know, puts his hat on Sonic's head. And it's like, Sonic's like, nah, I can't do this. And, and then one of the el- elves is like, grabs the hat, forcefully puts it on his head again. And it's like, you, it's like, you will be the new Santa, you like it! You know, it's like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, dear. But yeah, um, and it's and it's so cheesy. It's so bad and whatnot. The special, oh, it's it it's oh, it's terrible. I'm sorry, it's really terrible. Really is. Um, I've I've got nothing more to say. It's if you can get it, if you want, if you're bad, if if you're like a Sonic collector and whatnot, fair enough. Go ahead. Go grab a copy. Go get yourself a copy. I got a copy. I got it from uh, SonicMerchandise.com um, because I got like those that Christmas fifteen percent off voucher or e-voucher and whatnot. So I used that to get that, and I also got myself a insert coins uh, teams uh, team Sonic uh, T-shirt. Which I really wanted to get at Summer Sonic this year, but I couldn't get it uh, at Summer Sonic because I didn't have enough money. Uh, but I got I got it from the website and whatnot, so I'm cool with that. Um, but yeah, the DVD costs five pound, and the reason why it's only it's five pounds and not less is because they bundle it with uh, a an extra disc that has like four episodes from Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Which consists of Over the Hill Hero, Blank Headed uh, Eagle. I think it was supposed to say because because it's actually a misprint here on the the big box. Uh, the mystery of the missing high tops. Uh, and so long, sucker. And in fact, actually, I think yeah, aye, those are aye, those are correct. Um, so yeah, it's meh, but. Um, 
yeah, for five pounds, uh, it, it wasn't worth it, really, because you're getting other things with it as well. But they don't, they don't tally up quite well. Anywho, my discussion of this special, my discussion of this special has risen conversation about Sonic Underground. Let me put it clear why I think Sonic Underground is the worst Deke animated feature that they've done for the Sonic franchise. And I've got... I And I'm... I'm I can easily admit that I'm sad enough to actually own two copies of the DVD, uh, DVD set. One by Anchor Bay and the other one now done by Delta. Um, and the Delta one actually has more features in it. And... Like it has like special features, and when going over the special features, they actually have some. They actually have the team talking about how they came up with the idea, and what do you know? The idea for Sonic Sonic Underground was taken from an idea that was already done by them, which was Alvin and the Chipmunks. They put, they mixed. Alvin and the Chickmunks with Sonic the Hedgehog. Alvin and the Chipmunks with Sonic the Hedgehog. That does not make any sense in why you would want to do that. At all. And of course, many people have pointed out as well, Jalia White, you know, playing... Three characters, three hedgehog characters, one of them being female, and voice putting it down, putting it very subtly, is that Sonya, the female, sounds like Urkel. Yes, I, I am not kidding. I am not fucking kidding. It's like Sonya sounds like Urkel. And I've seen the I've seen the family Family Matters like episodes of Urkel and whatnot. And it's that it's exactly the same. The only saving grace the only saving grace for Sonic Underground and it's not really saving grace, it's just a minuscule thing in it. The minuscule thing is the opening theme. The opening theme is good. Is very hard rock. It was fine. It was cool. It's like it was all fine. All the other music, all the other music, every single musical bit that's in every single fucking episode is crap. It is crap and will always be crap. And I've got nothing more to say. Anyway, that is me. Yes, um, pretty much. Um, and I don't <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was coughing there. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, Voluptuous Spy just asked if I can put on Listen to Your Heart from Sonic Underground. I don't have any Sonic Underground music. In fact, I actually don't have any animation music from the Son- any of the Sonic shows except for Sonic X. Um, I do have some tracks from Sonic X. That's all I've got. Um, Sonic Underground, none of the Deke shows. I don't have any of the Deke shows at all. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> oh, actually, I do have Look Alike, actually, um, from Sonic OVA. Uh, I think I think I've got that. I think I have. I don't know. Let's see. Yes, I do. Actually, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am not going to be downloading Sonic and Underground music. And by the way, they're they're ripped from the fucking show, which is where you get the whole music, the the little the sound effects, and it's like, oh god, I hate this. I hate some of the sound effects, especially during those fucking music videos. Oh. God. Anyway. Nevertheless. Um. Um. I'm just gonna get. Finish off the the show here. Uh. With. Uh. The two requests. That uh, people were wanting. Uh. Of course, I didn't get any more tweets or new uh, thingy. Uh, what was it? Um, emails and whatnot. So, yes. Uh, to end the show, we've got uh, the sympathize... Eh, sympathize... Sympathize? <laughs> sympathize with me! Um... The synthesized uh, version of uh, Route 99 from uh, uh, Sonic uh, Sonic Generations. That's unlockable in Sonic Generations. And um, the Sonic OVA track uh, look look alike uh, to end this, uh, end the show off. So yeah, um, and that has got to be me uh, before Christmas. Um, I will be here. I will have the last show uh, next week, of course, uh, before uh, New Year's, and that'll be the last show of 2011 uh, next week. Of course, that doesn't mean that Sonic uh, uh, Turbo Drive Live is over and done with at all. No, it's ongoing, it, or as long as my health is helpful enough, uh, it'll keep on going until, obviously, you know, the day I die, pretty much. Or the day I get thrown off, um, it's like <laughs> the day, the day people will eventually get sick and tired of my shit. Um, so nonetheless, here you go. Here's your requested songs. I will see you next week. Have a merry Christmas, so and or have a happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas and whatnot. But uh, have a great weekend and enjoy it. I'll see you all here next week. Take care of yourselves. See you later.
Bye bye.
Thanks for listening to Timber Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.